lost a car. To, I don't think anybody was seriously hurt. In fact, he's just about got a new car now. But that's a pain in the you-know-what, just going through that. And he was lucky, I think, to, to, to not be injured and to be here with us. But he's in there pushing the buttons tonight and, and uh, turning the controls. And that leads me to this. That is, I'm going to do a little... It's not going to really be a meditation. This is one of those nights when I, I want to come in and say, let's talk, just me. Need somebody to talk to. I'm locked in. I'm quarantined, and uh, uh, we need a different voice. Uh, from Mrs. Kearney and I have talked to each other about as much as we can, but we need need some other folks to come in. And occasionally, I call up an old friend, or an old friend calls me, and we have a conversation. But I think uh, this is what I, I like to use the telephone and in, in, in place of the email. But I want you to come and talk to me tonight, and. Uh, I'm going to talk about some things, and if you've got anything in that area that you can talk about, that would be wonderful. And that is a, something special that happened to you this year, or, or some comment on the things that, in fact, have happened. We generally try to stay away from politics, so let, let's do that. That's our kind of kind of our rule, and it, it has served us well. Nine one nine is our area code. Eight six zero nine seven eight three. To help you remember that, it's 919, the area code, 860, that's the same. And if you have letters on your telephone, just spell out WPTF after you get 860. So 860-WPTF, 860 works out to be 9783. And uh, my mother said long ago that, Tommy, you would talk to a to a signpost. Maybe she said a stop sign. I, I don't know. It was something like that, but she, she, she had the idea. I think it's, it's my Irishness, but she, she had the right idea, and uh, we like to talk. In fact, we originally were going to call this program Talk with Tom, or Conversation, or something like that, but it came out to be the open line, the Tom Kearney Show, because the open line was the long-term name of the show. It was the first talk show on WPTF where you called in back in the late, uh, late 60s. Mr. Bart Rittner originated it, and he is our lineal... I don't know whether they call him father or grandfather. He's probably our grandfather because Barbara Heiser was, was in there. And Alan Handelman had a stand and, and uh, some others uh, took a time. But it was just about this time of year, 32 years ago, that they said, Tom, you you got to sit in the seat. We'll put your name on the program. And so we've been here doing our best to kind of be reasonably entertaining, as we said earlier, and, re and, and reasonably educational, something interesting and something worthwhile to listen to. And so uh, uh, it's been, uh, my year has been interesting in that uh, it was it would have been a normal year, but uh, the last week in February I broke my leg and had to spend three months in a rehab facility. And the, re, the, the therapist that I had, that I had uh, Miguel, Sam, Julie, and uh, Kristen were, were Wonderful, and they did the job. They fixed it, fixed me. But other than that, it was uh, well. It was about the time everything was locked down. So I was the society was locked down, and within the society, the place I was was having to live was locked down doubly. And that is, no one could come in, including Mrs. Kearney or any of my friends, and so on. So it was an unpleasant thing. But it was nice to be out in in May, and my employers were kind enough to. Uh, hold my place for me, and so here we are, seven months later, and uh, celebrating what will be uh, somewhere in here our 32nd anniversary. So, but uh, it was uh, an unpleasant 
COVID virus on uh, on the humanity and uh, the thing that leads you know, the news people to give you statistics of more cases, more tests, more deaths. Every report with with spiking of, of the infestation and reminders to you to wear your mask, uh, wash your hands, keep your distance. And if you do it during the holidays, maybe. We won't have the run-up in January that a lot of the, the people fear. Uh, it's not going to do anybody any good if one doesn't uh, try to obey the rules because they uh, are going to be affected. And they're, they're going to, even if the, the, the vaccine works, it's going to be a while before it will take full effect. So we've got to see if we can't. Uh, well, I don't want to lose any listeners. I'll just tell you that. That's all. So, but if you uh, want to. Ruminate on that and make and give your comments. That would be fine. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three eight six zero WPTF. And of course, the, the COVID virus is, uh, expansion has affected the economy and lots of other things in our society. And so, uh, uh, the, the, the society that's going to come out the end of the tunnel is going to be much different, and it is not going to go back. So we're going to have to just kind of. Kind of like riding one of those bucking horses things. We're just going to have to try to stay on it. And when it quits bucking, we're going to have to try to get off and see if we can't get the world in order. In the meantime, not panic and not be too anxious and try to keep our mess together uh, along the way. 919-860-9783. We're going to pause right now. And I would love for one or two of you to come visit me on the telephone tonight and tell me what you think about what's going on in the world. Monday night is typically, in the time that I've done this, not a good night for that, but one can never tell. And also I want to, since uh, Dr. Cadell and Dr. Walden, uh, Rand Coble, Dr. Funkhauser and others have told you about the books that they want to recommend, I want to give you some of my recommendations and some of the things that I've tried to read this year because I, I like books and I think they are good things. Well, I've called up one of my good friends, uh, a former faculty member on the NC State campus, about the middle of the summer and said, what have you been doing? He said, I've been reading, uh, since he's more or less quarantined, he's been reading books that he'd been me- meaning to read and didn't have the time to read all along. And I, I thought that was a good idea, and that's part of what I was trying to do. But that's one way you can acquire a certain kind of knowledge that you can't other ways. Uh, 919-860-9783. If you want to judge us, we'll be waiting. 922 is WPTF Radio. It's AM 680, as it has been for a long, long time, and, and not so long a time, FM 98.5. And I'm Tom Kearney, and I've invited you to come and talk to me tonight. And I'm talking about some things since the end of the year that have affected me this year, and we, as is tradition, had the regular guests that we have during December, and other folks, too come and talk about uh, the books that they've read, books that you might want to buy. Still, it's not too late to order up a Christmas present or go to uh, Quill Ridge or someplace like that, your favorite bookstore, Barnes & Noble. Send off to Amazon if you hear the name of a book. In fact, I gave my friend Tony Rigsby a book uh, by a guy named uh, Peter Baker about a guy named James Baker that's on the bestseller list. Now, it has to do with... uh, the man who ran Washington. I just think books are a good thing to give to people. And uh, Tony and I have an arrangement. We've been we've carried on for over 30 years now. He gives me a baseball cap, and I give him a book. 
and that way we don't have to spend a lot of time thinking about it. But we've had, uh, I've had some good authors on this year, uh, some good books to, to read. Uh, we had a, a book that I particularly liked was, and I'm trying to think of the guy's name, I think it's Brian Simon. I'm going to look it up during the half-hour news. But it was the, uh, it was a book about the Hamlet fire, a, a fire that occurred in a uh, food processing plant in Hamlet, North Carolina, back in the early 90s, 1990s. And uh, uh, the, the author has done a particularly good job. Book published by UNC Press. Uh, the president, Brian Simon, teaches at Temple University in Philadelphia. He got his Ph.D. in Chapel Hill. In fact, he, I never knew it, but he lived about three blocks from me But when he was doing some of the research that he was doing. But it's a fascinating book about uh, the shortcuts that are taken and how 25 people ended up getting killed because the doors were locked and when the fire started they couldn't get out. You might want to look into that book. Uh, also published by UNC Press is probably my favorite book of the year that I talked to somebody about on the radio by a man named David Menconi. And it was uh, on uh, uh, Rand Coble's list the other night, too. And it was a book called um, Step Up and Go. The story of North Carolina popular music, and it's, it's fascinating. David Menconi wrote an orange column for the News and Observer for many, many years, and I used to enjoy reading his column. This is starts pretty much around 1900, with uh, the music uh, uh, came from the mills, uh, uh, and, and in particular the career of what Menconi says is a kind of rock star of that time, the equivalent of a rock star, a man named Charlie Poole, but. Uh, and, and then it traces all the different kinds of music, the, the jazz and rhythm and blues uh, uh, in, in Durham. Uh, the best part of it for me was uh, the, the chapter on beach music, because we've always had a little bit of discussion going on in the world about what beach music is. And it's kind of a shortcut description, but it's for that time, and I'm, I'm old enough to have listened to the radio and heard Beach music is coming, beach music is coming, and I wondered what beach music was. But it's uh, music uh, played on jukeboxes at the beach that uh, isn't played inland regularly. It might be. But it, it, get the book, read it, find out. Uh, it has a good good chapter or two on Doc Watson and people from the North Carolina traditional music in the mountains of North Carolina. But it's a wonderful book, David Menconi's The Story of North Carolina Popular Music, Step Up and Go. And that's one of the good books that I read this year that was written by somebody we we talked to on the radio. I bought a book uh, late in the year. It's an autobiography, not an autobiography. It's a biography by a man named Daniel. No, no, no that's not right. Uh, uh, David Reynolds. And it's a biography of Abraham Lincoln. I hadn't read a biography of Abraham Lincoln in a long time. My favorite has always been David Donald's biography, but there are several good biographies and a whole lot of biographies. It is said that there are more books about uh, in print about Abraham Lincoln than anybody except uh, Jesus and William Shakespeare, and that's probably true. Uh, every February we have Gerald uh, uh, Povich, who's a professor of history at uh, East Carolina University. Well, I hope we can talk to him sometime in the early days of the new year. He's an authority on Abraham Lincoln. And he has a book called uh, Did Lincoln Own Slaves? It is a fascinating way to kind of get a short
I bought has about 800 pages, and it's called Abe, which is funny because uh, Reynolds was willing to own up to this, that Abraham Lincoln did not like to be called Abe. In fact, he liked to be called Lincoln. Not Abraham, not anything else. He liked to be called Lincoln. And you, when he signed his name, he usually signed A. Lincoln. So, uh, But I'm working away at that, all, all 800 pages of it. But I usually have a lot of books going at one time. One of my favorite writers is a man named Bill Bryson. And uh, he uh, got his start in, in the writing business, uh, first really successful book, not his first book. There's a book called A Walk in the Woods, and it's the story of his walk from one end of the Appalachian Trail to the other, made into a movie. Robert Redford played him, and I think Bill Bryson really got a kick out of that. By the way, he grew up in Des Moines, Iowa, but he's kind of an Englishman now. He lives in England. He has joint citizenship and was uh, uh, one of the leading officials of the University of Durham, but he's a great writer. He's got a book called The Story of Everything that is, shows a lot of learning. But one of the books that I've enjoyed most is the book he wrote about growing up called The Adventures of the Thunderbolt Kid. So if you like to read something that will amuse you, that is appropriate for people who grew up in the last half of the 20th century, The Adventures of the Thunderbolt Kid. But Bill Bryson has a new book out this year, and that book is uh, called The Body. And it's about, it's a scientific work. It's about the body and the human body. Uh, explaining what capillaries are and all the different uh, uh, organs of the body and how they work. And, and it brings together a lot of scientific information in an accessible, popular form. He's done this with other things. He has a book called The Home, which is about uh, the, the turning the, the, the uh, place where a person lives into a home. And, and, uh, and it was published, I think, probably about five or six years ago. And one that my brother likes that I recommended called the summer of 1927. Mike Walden commented on that. He liked that book, too, and you would enjoy it, too. So that's some of the reading that I've done. If you've got some, give us a call at 919-860-WPTF and tell us what you've read. If you've read one good book, let us know. We'll be back after the news. When the winter solstice is, when we go... Uh, time-wise, from uh, from autumn into winter, it's usually either December 20th, 21st, or 22nd. It can vary a little bit, but we usually think of December 21st as the shortest day of the year. In fact, we just, just had that, but uh, I meant to look up the time, and it'll be okay if we don't find it out, but it would be nice if we could find it out. Before we go back to the program, we'll invite you to join us if you want to talk with Tom here on WPTF. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. And we're talking about the year 2020 and what may have happened to you in that year. I would like to hear if you read a particularly good book that you would like to nominate. Word of mouth is the best advertising for books for me. Uh, and uh, uh, radio would be a good place to have a review, but not many reviews beyond this program are done on radio these days and so on. And... Uh, so 919-860-9783, if you've got a book that you would like to read, like I was just re- recommending Bill Bryson's book, The Body, to you. Before we do go back to do to some promos and to the programming, and hopefully your calls, I want to remind you that when you're servicing your car, you need to know the cycle of service. Your cycle of service begins the month that you buy your car, 
that cycle does not necessarily match with the normal seasonal changes, uh, things in the in the owner's manual and stuff like that. And at King's Auto Service, they will schedule your service intervals based on the cycle. For those using synthetic oil and driving limited miles, you may want to go months longer before you uh, make the normal service interval and the normal oil change and that sort of thing. Uh, you'll need to schedule your uh, uh, visit to the garage uh, independently of a road schedule. And at King's Auto, they will do that. They'll check your wipers. Matter of fact, I had my car inspected last week and got some new wipers. Belt, tires, and transmission fluid level. For those of you currently driving a Toyota Prius or some other hybrid vehicle, the certified and the word certified on this copy is underlined. Uh, hybrid technicians at King's are now able to refurbish your high-voltage battery pack for uh, considerably less than the dealer would charge to replace it. This usually happens, by the way, at about 150,000 miles. You can call King's tomorrow to schedule a uh, courtesy battery analysis. Uh, King's Auto Service and King's Correct Lube, along with the state inspection station, are easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at uh, kingsautomotive.net on the web. Raleigh's most uh, long-lasting and reliable auto service is King's Auto. They've been in business since 1946, and it might be good to let them take a look at things quickly before, if you must go. Uh, before going off to Grandma's house, so you will not be be uh, be stalled off somewhere and out where you would not want to be out. Tom Kearney here on WPTF, where our time is nine thirty-six. Hey Tom, the winter solstice is today. It is December twenty-first at five o two a.m. Okay, so it was already this morning. It was five o two a.m. John Sauter tells me for the northern hemisphere, which the is northern hemisphere, right? Okay, and the the other solstice. Would be on the other. Would be in like Australia. Would be there in there in the summer now. If I moved to Australia or spent a lot of time there, I'm sure I would become totally discombobulated uh, with the warm months in December, January, and February. And well, you get the drift of this. But since 5:03 a.m. this morning, in in our particular time zone at our particular place, we have been in astronomical weather. Now the Weather Bureau, I will say generally reckons the winter to be again on December 1st. That's the Weather Bureau's for its kind of neatness in keeping records so that winter can be said to be rounded off December, January, and February. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, the, the next time we will change seasons will be around March 21st, uh, and that's according to the stars, astronomically speaking. So we made it to, to winter 2020. Uh, any, if you have any comments on things like that, we would we would uh, uh, would love to hear from you. We are apparently going to have uh, a little bit colder weather this weekend. We're going to have some some rain on Thursday into in Friday, and uh, it, the report that I read that came from the Weather Bureau said we might even notice a few flakes, but nothing is expected to accumulate. So we're not going to be looking for a white Christmas this year. 919 is the area code 860-9783-860-WPTF. Uh, here is the point where we usually 
tomorrow night, my brother Stephen is going to be with us. And by the way, you can find all of this each and every week, not just this week, on the WPTF website. We post our schedule on, on Monday, and it, it will tell you what we're planning to do each day of the week uh, during that week. And my brother Stephen will be here. We started uh, last Friday night something we usually use two nights for, and that is the reconsideration of uh, something of our youth. I'm older than he is, and I used to come home from a date or something on Friday night and go to bed late and get up in the morning at 7 o'clock because my young brother wanted me to get up and watch the Roadrunner with him. And so I'm punishing him now. No, we, we both love to watch. I'm a Bugs Bunny fan since day one. And uh, we both like to, to talk about the shows that people become fans of and watch regardless of where they end up in life. One might end up being the head of the biggest bank in New York, or one might end up uh, being a trash collector. But uh, probably when they were young kids, they all watched uh, Johnny Quest or Sky King, if you're a little bit older, or, as I said, the Roadrunners, any of the Looney Tunes cartoons, maybe Popeye, uh, and whatever was on that was children's programming. And I have a good friend that we, we watch every Saturday morning a uh, movie, usually on Turner Classic Movies, uh, that is the kind of movie that we would have watched in our youth at the Carolina Theater in Goldsboro. Uh, this past week it was Boston Blackie, and the week before it was Bulldog Drummond. If you want to be reminded of those people, you might want to uh, find your YouTube. John, you might even do this and find a song called Search It by the Coasters, and uh, you would be reminded of the, the, uh, the detectives of our youth. But uh, we're going to talk about Saturday morning programming tomorrow night, Friday, uh, Wednesday, Wednesday night. Uh, we will we'll have a kind of nostalgia, and it'll be when we, we talk a little bit about our anniversary. It really isn't our birthday. It's the anniversary of us uh, starting to do this program. But it will be a reenactment of the, the topic of that night, and that is uh, decorating your Christmas tree. Uh, say you've just gotten married. as my producer John has, and his wife believes the tree should be decorated six weeks ahead, and he believes that his mother had always decorated it the day before, or the night before, or during the night, or something like that. When do you open the presents? And do you have to have little white marshmallows on the candied yams? Those kinds of those, those kind of things that you bring that have been family custom, and that's what we talked about the first night 32 years ago. But some of that, your your input would be welcome. Because we, we do believe we have a kind of radio family. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Talk with Tom on a Monday night. It is December 21st, the first day of winter since 503, I think John said this morning. And uh, we're going to have uh, a week or so ahead into the new year that is, is going to be colder, not as cold as it sometimes has been, but colder. And it's going to be reasonably wet for, I think, uh, Thursday into to Friday. Uh, and so uh, you will want to stay tuned to WPTF whether you go or not so that you can calculate your activities relative to the weather. And uh, usually you hear the weather forecast on WPTF once or twice an hour at the very minimum. And uh, so you would be able to keep up with what kind of weather you're going to be facing. 919. 860 wptf Let's take a break now, and if you have a book you want to tell me about, if, it, if something special happened to you this year, good or bad, 
I've told you mine. And uh, if you uh, have another story, it's a good time for Christmas stories. For after all, that's what uh, there was the night before. It was the night before Christmas uh, was about, and what uh, a Christmas Carol was was about, and what Luke two, and though they were abiding in the field, and they went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all should be taxed and should go unto the city. I think I've about got this right. I haven't quoted this in a long time, but. In any event, uh, share your thoughts with us. We would like to have open phones at least one tonight, so that you can do that if you wish. 919-860-WPTF, and we'll be back. We'll be talking about Sherlock Holmes and Sam Spade and Joe Friday. John, do you know who all of those people are? Yep, I've heard of all of them. Heard, that's good. I keep thinking about the younger folks who, who will not know who uh, uh, Joe Friday was or who uh, Boston Blackie was the one that I watched last Saturday morning and the week before that was Bulldog Drummond. It made me think of that song because that was the coasters, the clown princes of rock and roll. And we want to commend... Uh, uh, Don Curtis's program of special Christmas programming that uh, will come along on Thursday. John, do you know what time the programming begins on Thursday night? And it runs through Christmas Day, I think. Uh, starts at starts at six o'clock. At six o'clock, and one of the things that you can hear is some old time radio programs, and one that I think you probably will hear, and I, if you if you possibly can, is the Jack Benny program because it was always funny. It was the same program every year, but it was different. It was it was not the same program, but it was different. It was the same topic, and Jack goes shopping and he drives everybody crazy. And uh, it, it's a really a funny show, but there are a lot of other other things that are really funny and and, and nice, uh, appropriate Christmas music for foreground or background. So I can commend that to you. Uh, and uh, so that's coming up. John says starting Thursday, Christmas Eve at six o'clock. Tom Kearney here. We're having a kind of meditation or a walk through uh, Tom Kearney's mind tonight, and it could be a walk through your mind. I have invited you to to talk, to come and tell your story, and I've gotten a chance to tell mine and, and reorganize it. I like to take time, as I said, at the end of the year to reorganize things and to see what happened to me this year and what was good and what was bad and, and sort of clean the deck. And uh, I had a uh, the first six months were a little rough because I ended up breaking my leg and spending a lot of time getting in a, in a, a rehab center, uh, more than I needed to spend probably, but it was necessary to get the appropriate rehabilitation done. And what the therapists did worked. They did their job well, as I said earlier. And uh, uh, so uh, that, that took care of that. But it was at the same time a case of being doubly locked in because of the time that I entered there, was just about the time that the, the quarantine situation began, vis-a-vis -vis the COVID-19 uh, situation, and uh, and it just uh, got. Uh, I watched a lot of TV, and it just got more boring, and it got a lot lot worse. And uh, we've gotten a lot worse to, worse than it, it might have been, or, or in fact, I guess should have been. And indeed, I, I would remind you again personally that. Uh, the vaccine is here, but uh, as they are telling us, it is not over, and uh, you still need to uh, to wear your mask, to uh, 
keep your distance and to wash your hands. And I think uh, the president and maybe the governor have urged people, uh, the governor of North Carolina, uh, president to be, have urged Americans uh, to stay home and uh, not to take a chance on spreading things. But if you do, if you must, be uh, instructed and be careful and don't uh, uh, manage to spread the, the virus to other members of your family. Uh, that would that would, would would be the worst possible result and not appropriate. 2020 is going to be an interesting year as it goes down in the history books. And that, that reminds me to mention to you that Tony Rigsby will be our guest, and not next week, but the next week, to go back over some of the sports of, uh, of the year 2020, uh, uh, the, the baseball season, the football season, uh, the college football season, which is down to the point now of, uh, of having their playoffs to see who's going to be the national champion, and the NFL, things that have been uh, uh, fractured in their scheduling, the, the NHL is beginning to go with the, with the hurricanes uh, back. They're about to go back on the ice, I think, with a slightly truncated schedule of 60-some games instead of 80-some games. But uh, the, the, the NBA basketball probably did as, as good as they could do with their bubble situation regarding their playoffs. But I think one of the things we realize and how, and how much the sports means to us as a something to do, as a distraction, something to to watch and to be a part of our schedule. And many of us have, uh, well, I, I have chosen to, to stay in, and uh, so has Mrs. Kearney. And, uh, we have uh, done all right so far. We have Kat here to keep an eye on us, and that takes care of that. But uh, whatever you do, do what you, you need to do to keep yourself safe, because we need to keep our, our listeners safe if we possibly can. 919-860-9783. Let's see how fast you can dial, because according to my watch, we've got about two minutes left in uh, the program tonight. It will allow me to promo, again, the fact that Stephen's going to be here tomorrow night to talk about Bugs Bunny and the Roadrunner and Johnny Quest and Sky King and the program. I guess Howdy Doody might be in there somewhere. And the things that we watched uh, on television when we were younger, he's 15 years younger than I am, so he used to get me up when I was uh, in college and going out and staying out late at night, but he got up early in the morning and I had to play the big brother's role and instruct him in which uh, were the appropriate television programs to watch. And he caught on pretty quick uh, there, uh, on there. Uh, we were going to have uh, talk about putting your Christmas tree up. When do you do it? How do you do it? Why do you do it on Wednesday night? Uh, on Christmas Day night, I think if we have a program, it will be a a recantation of the program. I hope that's a word that Pam Beck did last week uh, on the plants uh, and flowers and things of the Christmas season. I thought last week's was a particularly good one. Next week, Dr. Walden will be here on Monday night, Dr. Mike Walden, to look back at the year 2020 economically because it was certainly an up-and-down year. Uh, and so uh, a lot of a lot of things that did not would, would not be normally happening because of the COVID virus and its its problems. Uh, Tuesday, Dr. Funkhauser will will be back to to re recount again some of the uh, those people uh, that had been parts of our lives 
uh, Sean Connery is one that I think of. Uh, I know that Bob Gibson, the great baseball player, died without me realizing that he had died, and lots of others in what we call our necrology. And so Dr. Funkhauser will be back next week to do that, and, uh, and Tony will be around to talk about the sports in the year 2020. I have a feeling in the sports record books there's going to be a line for 2019 and a line for 2021, but uh, the year 2020 is going to somehow have disappeared. That's about it for tonight. We will remind you again that Stephen will be here tomorrow night, and I always like the time we get to talk about Looney Tunes. We get to find out uh, the true story of Michigan J. Frog, and if you don't know that story, it's worth hearing that uh, uh, as a part of the history of Warner Brothers. Uh, Tweety Bird, Granny, Sylvester, Elmer Fudd. Oh, there are so many that we want to celebrate. That's tomorrow night here, following the 9 o'clock news on WPTF Radio on the Tom Kearney Show. We'll be back then, and we hope you'll join us.